real business owners telling real stories and experiences. Welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? Um, so, just got back from a big conference and doing some customer service. And over the past years, just helping hundreds of uh, you know local, small retail businesses. Um, the main common pain point that they have is uh, employees and staffing. And so, um, uh, you know, I've had some of the same issues in my business, but it's time to evolve a little bit. And what I've noticed, especially at this big expo that I was at, was a lot of people just don't want to get out of the old mentality of doing things. So they're so used to people wanting to come to work for a paycheck or for, um, you know, just making ends meet. And that was okay for them. But that's not okay for a lot of people anymore. And that's why you're starting to see the struggle of finding good entry level line employees, um, part time staff, uh, you know, things that make a restaurant or a dry cleaner or a car wash, you know, um, a salon successful is uh, th those type those employees that we have on the front lines uh, of the business. And so I was sitting with a customer and it just kind of it kind of hit me really hard and i wanted to share a little bit of the conversation a little bit of thoughts a little bit of insight i've been seeing um, especially over last year and this year and it's taking on what's become really really sexy for a lot of people and that is um, business ownership business ownership now means a lot it's a lot different than it was you know 10, 15 years ago where you opened up a brick and mortar spot. Now you have people that are business owners that can do online stores and sit at their house and then take their you know personal time and make $100,000 a year selling t-shirts. You know, a friend of mine was telling me he heard a story I was listening to on one of his podcasts, guy makes you know $400,000 a year selling t-shirts. You can go to uh, you know the store and buy and sell goods right now. Amazon, eBay, you know places like that make it okay. Also, too, um, you're dealing with, you know, the small business owner and we're all dealing with the Ubers of the world where you can work on your own schedule. Uh, one franchise concept uh, I know has a hard time because they're in the college space and a lot of college kids work for them. And so they're having a tough time because those college kids now can just drive Uber, right, and make money, you know, or the way they see make money because there's some, you know, things around that. But they can do that on their own schedule and that gives them the entitlement right and the 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 empowerment i guess of business ownership because they work for themselves so here's something that i have adopted and uh, i encourage a lot of people to adopt uh, and move forward and it's a little bit of a challenge because it's gonna challenge the way that you think um and that's to let go of some old ways of hiring some old ways of the way that you uh, approach your staff, uh, some old ways of just old ways of doing things. Um, you know, it's funny, you're, there's never gonna be an end solution to this thing because uh, one of my, my campaign manager when I ran for office in Fort Lauderdale, uh, he used to laugh, uh, Marty was great, and he used to tell me, he's like, you know, uh, if it wasn't for employees and customers, you know, business would be awesome. 
and that you know it's it's a funny statement it's a cliche thing but it's a it's a pain point that we're all going to have as business owners for the rest of our lives or as long as we keep owning our business so here's the challenge i challenge you to give up the old way and try this new way give up a little ownership okay and here's what i mean a lot of people want to get their people incentivized instead of and, and so they'll do little things and you know hey i'll incentivize you if this makes me money if this makes me money i'll incentivize you to do it and that's that's typical i see it when people ask me about building sales teams they they're like well if i'm making this much money i need i can pay them this like slow down right get out of that way of if then right let's look at what happens if we open up the doors get a little more transparent about the business with our employees so I was talking with one owner the other day. I said, listen, give up 10%, right? If you're looking to incentivize people, right, and give them bonuses is anyway, just call it something different. Remember, you know, I own a marketing company. We always talk about positioning and the way things look and the perception. The bonuses will equal out anyway, right? So if you tell them that you're giving a percentage of ownership to the team, not just to an individual, then you'll start to create business ownership. Now they have a piece of the pie, right? They would have had a piece of the pie anyway, but now you're giving them a piece of the pie. So what does it require to do that? One is you got to take a look at your own business and figure out what it's actually doing every month and what the net profit is that they can be a part of. Um, and then you have to be transparent. This is going to require you to have staff meetings. Hey, what a concept. Don't call them staff meetings. Call them team member meetings, call them family meetings, you know, call them ownership meetings, doesn't matter, right? And whatever you want to call it, but you're actually going to have to have them about once a month and you make them mandatory. Guess what? If they're a part owner, it's part of the business. Um, you're not signing any formal documents with them. They're not taking over. If they leave, they're out, right? You, you just make it so that you're not legally contracted to somebody that's in your business. You can also put parameters in it. You could call it profit sharing. So you can make sure that somebody has to be an employee uh, longer than 90 days uh, so that they have to stick it out. Um, then you have to, you know, then you could do things like, hey, if you no call, no show during uh, the, the one month, you're out. You don't get a piece of the pie. Um, if you take, you know, if uh, you get a poor uh, review online uh, and it's warranted and you messed up, you're out. You know, let's say, you know, and then what happens is they'll start to they'll start to take hold of it. Um, you know, every everybody generally has a time clock or a POS or some sort of board where they have to, you know, we all have the, uh, the, uh, um, you know, the, the things on the wall that, you know, for OSHA, things like that. And so what happens is you get, you can put things there and it's just a statement. It says how we're, how you're doing. Hey, this is what yesterday looked like. This is what yesterday last year looked like. Here's what today last year looked like. Here's the specials that we're running. Here's the things that we're doing. Here's some things that I'm seeing. And then in the staff meeting, you recognize good performance. You recognize things that happen and you're a little transparent. Hey, we had to fix this, right? Welcome to business ownership. Uh, it'll help them get a little bit more because the other side is, I hear people all the time when they talk about staff, they talk about, um, you know what? I, they don't they don't deal with what I deal with, right? Well, let them deal with it, right? Let them see a little bit of what it actually takes to run that business. Now, when it comes to hiring, think about how much more leverage that gives you, 
right, over your competitor who's just treating them like they want a paycheck, right? Oh, I just give these people in, you know, I'm just trying to give them a paycheck. They should show up because I pay them, right? Old school mentality. Now, when you're hiring, watch how you position this. And uh, I had a business coach, Michael Dill, uh, taught me this tactic when I wrote down my, uh, my vision, mission, culture statements, and I want to give it to you, is, look, you write down what those parameters are and everything that happens. Somebody sits in front of you for an interview, right? We're getting out of the old way of hiring people because they, they sent us in a resume or they filled out a job application. We don't do that anymore. When they sit down, you show it to them first. It's the first thing you do, and you let them read it. If their eyes light up and they go, wow, this is really cool, you keep doing the interview. If they go, all right, you know, whatever, thank you for your time, you get up and you walk away, that's going to be the hardest part for a lot of you was tough for me because sometimes we get into desperate situations but guess what now you have a culture of ownership and guess what ownership means right you got to step up to the plate everybody's got to step up to the plate together so a couple people take on a couple more shifts belly out you'd rather have good quality employees family right then you would somebody that's just showing up for a paycheck that doesn't care about you doesn't care about the business doesn't care about your customers, doesn't care about the other team members. That's how you get stuck in that cycle of, of desperation and you get stuck in that mentality that employees are, are, are just a, a bad thing and they're a nuisance in your life. You start to create a culture of ownership, right? And you can be creative however you want to do it. It's fine. But in the long run, you'll be way better off than you would have if you just went around and kept hiring for the sake of hiring because, oh my gosh, I need somebody. Create that culture. If you need a little help, here's a gift. I'll help you. I, I love this concept. I'm in on this concept. Uh, I'm doing it for me. Um, and so I will help you frame it, talk about it. If you listen to this whole thing and you're going through I really appreciate it because you all know I'm on a mission to help a lot of people. But here's another gift. Your first staff meeting, the next one you do, I will come for free, bring food, right? Probably pizza, because you know I love pizza. I'll bring the food, and I will conduct however long you want, 10, 15, 20 minutes on customer service. Uh, my background in the hotel business, uh, I'm able to provide a lot of customer service tips, tactics, hacks, uh, things that you can do differently that will increase your uh ticket size and your frequency and it'll help your employees make more money so it's a win-win for both i'll do it for free uh, because i believe in this mission i believe that this will change a lot of people and we'll go from a uh we'll go from a, a, a desperation mentality of employees to a a family or uh, some owners call it a dysfunctional family type of mentality so i hope that you got a little piece of this um I would love your comments and what you're thinking, um, some obstacles you may foresee, things like that. I'm, I'm happy. I'm in. Let's get the dialogue started around this concept because I'm telling you, if, uh, if we can impact our own businesses and we can start to generate that momentum, a lot of other people will do it too. And a lot of other people will uh, be successful. And that's what we're all doing. Uh, we're all trying to help each other be successful as small business owners and really build this community of success. Uh, I appreciate your time, taking the time to listen to this, taking the time to watch the video. Uh, please, please, please leave your comments. Uh, send me over whatever you have. If you don't agree, I don't care. Let's, let's just talk about what it actually means. Thank you. Have a great day.